Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Just Flow With It. I'm your host, Mary Vallarta, and this is a podcast where we inspire each other to live our lives as our true, authentic selves. <sighs> Let's just breathe into that. That sounds really awesome. When we're our true selves, we have the capability to accept and embrace and share our gifts and our talents. And we also have the opportunity to face our shadows and work through them and heal. So today is going to be a solo day, which means that I'm not interviewing anyone. And instead, I want to talk to you guys about this idea of work life and personal life. You might have seen me post about this on Insta stories and I've gotten a few comments about it, about how that can be difficult. And I should go back a little bit because where that post came from was actually from a quote that my fiance shared with me a long time ago. And it was a quote that he actually learned from a Native American teaching, which says or states, if you're not having fun, you're not working hard enough. And I think that's such a dope, rad quote. And, you know, at first you're kind of confused, you know, with with what we're taught here, especially in, in Western society where there's no room for fun. Like, what are you talking about? Work hard, grind, hustle. But if you're not having fun, what's the point, right? What is the point of working hard when what you're working on isn't giving you any type of satisfaction, enjoyment? And in reality, everything that we do in our life is work. Everything, including our job. You know, exercising is work. Spending time with our kids is our work. Working on ourselves, right? Like healing traumas, um, uncovering unconscious beliefs and limiting beliefs. Un- that's all work. Um, cooking food, that's work, right? And really, it's so true. If we're not having fun with our work, then what are we doing? We're not taking charge of our life. That's what we're not doing. We're not creating a life that is fun for us. And it is nobody's job but ourselves, right? It's my job to make sure that I'm having fun with my life. And it's your job to make sure that you're having fun with your life. Nobody's responsible for that but you, but each of us. Our partners are not responsible for that. Our parents are not responsible for that. That is on us. We must take ownership in that. And I think a lot of the reason why so many of us have a problem with that is because we relinquish so much of our power. We don't feel powerful enough to create the paradigm that we want to live in. We make ourselves into a victim. And I'm not saying that there aren't situations where you do come across struggles and challenges, right? If you live in a war torn country, that is a very good reason why you're not having fun with your life right now in that specific moment. Um, 
you encountered, you know, a very detrimental diagnosis. There's other things that come into play here. However, however, it is still up to us to determine and decide how we're going to react to our environment, right? Because what is life but our own perception of it? Everybody's view of life is different. And that is because it depends on what our perception is. Okay. Um, So I just think that that's a very, very important quote and important idea for all of us to understand is if we're not having fun, you're not working hard enough. And that is what brought me to the idea that I shared on Instagram, where I said that there's two choices when it comes to work or your job right? You can either have a job that is only fulfilling you money-wise, meaning the only thing you get out of it is money. So that means a lot of times for people, that means that, you know, they really don't like going into work. It's annoying. It's a nuisance. They don't like where they work, etc. It could look a little different for everyone. And the only thing that's basically encouraging them to go into work is because they need to get paid. And then the other choice that we have is to have work that pays you, right? And is also fulfilling. So you get both. Because trust me, there is a world where you can get both. And you don't have to look far, <laughs> you know, it, it, you don't have to look far to see that that's the truth, that that's the reality that you can live in. There's so many people here who are actors and singers and dancers and entrepreneurs. And I'm just talking about the obvious jobs that are fulfilling and allow you to make money. But there are also jobs out there that a lot of us don't expect, right, to be quote-unquote fulfilling, but it is as well for people because all of our experiences, all of our gifts, our perceptions are different. One could be a server at a restaurant and feel super fulfilled because they get to put a smile on people's faces, right? One could be a gardener and be super fulfilled because they get to work with plants, plants that give them joy, that give them life, right? One could be a janitor and be super fulfilled because they're not just cleaning. They are creating a space that allows a team of people to carry out important work, right? Like a janitor at a hospital, they're allowing doctors to save people's lives. So when I say you can have a job that pays you and you can have a job that also is fulfilling. I'm not putting any types of parameters or requirements for what that job can look like. I'm not saying that it has to pay a certain amount. I'm not saying that it has to be in the creative space. I'm not saying that it has to be about owning your business. It could be whatever the heck you want it to be, but it's us, right? It's you who might be putting all these filters that limit yourself, that trick yourself from making excuses, 
right? Like, oh man, I really love to paint. I love to paint, but gosh, if I make that into my work, if I start selling it, I'm going to start resenting it. And what is, what are the odds that I'll be able to make money from painting, right? Those are the types of limiting beliefs that we usually let stop ourselves from attaining the life, the reality that we so want to live in, right? The reality that we know is possible, but self-doubt, right? Years of scarcity mindset training from your family, right? Your friends, your school, years. This is very subconscious, guys. You don't even know that it's happening to you. And you know what the crazy thing is? You also don't have to listen to it. Like these thoughts in your head are just thoughts. They're just, they're not you. They are thoughts. They were programmed into you. And just like they were programmed into you, you can unprogram them out. You can delete it. It is a program that you can delete. Now you can't delete it by just saying, I delete this program. You got to work to delete it. You've got to uncover where the bug is. And that takes work even for a hacker. They don't exactly know what is causing that bug, right? So they have to go in every line of code to figure it out. So it's a puzzle. It's sort of a mystery, which is kind of cool. But it can also be frustrating. But that is what healing is. That's what looking at your shadows is. That's what accepting that you have traumas is. Oh my God. I remember when I started doing personal growth work, I was so resistant, so resistant um, over the fact that I have traumas, that I need healing. Because I thought that to have traumas, one needed to go through something super, super, super like heartbreaking and life-threatening. And my heart goes out to people who have gone through that. But that's not true. You know, you can have the perfect childhood and still have traumas. And that's okay. I was basically downplaying it. I wasn't honoring myself. I wasn't giving myself space to heal. I wasn't making myself feel like I am worthy of healing. And (laughs) that's because I was really trained to not listen to my emotions, not listen to my feelings. And that has served me in a lot of parts of my life when I needed it to. However, there comes a certain time when certain defense mechanisms now becomes what's going to stop us from reaching the next level. And that is what I have been uncovering in the last year. Um, 2020 has been, God, life-changing for me. Um, Life-changing because, not because it was all, you know, unicorns and rainbows, right? But life-changing because, oh my God. God, like I've learned so much about myself. I've learned so much about the people around me. I've learned so much about, you know, our country, our society, our world. And it's been a year of growth. 
2020 has been a major year of growth. Um, but I think that really being able to do what you love and making money off of it requires a lot of growth. It requires a lot of effort and intention um, on anyone who is wanting to achieve that life. And it's not for the faint-hearted, let me tell you, because there are a lot more people who are working jobs that they do not like than people who are actually doing what they love. There are a lot more people. There are a lot less people who own businesses than people who are actually working for a company, you know? Anything worthwhile is going to be or require a lot of attention, intention, and work. But where you focus your attention is where you will see results. And when you're doing this, it's also this work. I mean, you know, when when you're trying to figure out, trying to work on creating work or job that gives you fulfillment and money, don't judge yourself because that's what I used to do. I used to actually run a business with my partner and um, I used to always judge myself, judge him, judge projects, judge how meetings are going. I had a judgment about everything. And you know what that did to me? It made me a nervous wreck. My nervous system was always in fight or flight mode. And that's why I was probably, that was probably the most stressed out I've ever been in my entire life. Um, and when you're putting judgments on everything too, right, you are really not allowing the universe to do its job, to work its magic. Because when you already have a preconceived notion about a person or a situation, you're not really going to be open to receive all the grace and beauty that is right in front of you. There could be an opportunity staring you in the face, but because fear is all over your aura, you're not going to see that. Or judgment is all over your aura, you're not going to see that. And so my advice to you, all beautiful people out there, is work on judgment. Work on judgment. Um, And also work on expectations, right? It's good to have a goal. It's great to have a goal. It's good to be intentional with what you're doing. But expectations on how things are supposed to go is the number one way to get disappointed. It really is. It's directly related to judgment. Um, Because when you're expecting a certain outcome, you're not really trusting that the universe knows best. Okay? So the best thing to do, and I'm not the only one who says this. You know, Gabrielle Bernstein says this. Oprah has says this. Eckhart Tolle has said this. The best thing to do is not to be attached to an outcome. The best thing to do is just focus, be intentional, put attention in what you're doing. Do your best, right? Do your absolute best. And your absolute best, nobody can tell you what that is except for you. You know when you've done your absolute best. And so when you've done 
your absolute best, that's really all you can do. Let it go. Let it go. And trust that the universe is always working in your favor. Oh my God. I mean, you guys know the saying, right? Like when something quote unquote bad happens, oh my God, people usually say, why is this happening to me? Why is everything going wrong? Nothing is going wrong. Nothing is going wrong. The universe is unfolding the way it should be, right? And the universe always has your back. Always. The universe is always scheming to make you fulfilled, to bring you closer to your purpose, to align you with why you are here. The reason why you didn't get that that job is because you had another one. There's another one like a week later that was perfect for you, that you wanted. The reason why you didn't get that job is because you're supposed to be studying yoga to become this amazing instructor. It could be anything, but it's hard to get there when we have all of these labels and judgments and expectations and fear. And I'm talking from experience. I'm talking from experience. So I get it. Doing what you love does require a lot of studying when it comes to, you know, how to start a business if it is a business. Like, mark, how do I market myself or how do I prepare for this interview? It's a lot of that. Don't get me wrong. That is all important information. But that means shit if you are not going to address what is really happening here. Um, and that is your limiting beliefs if you have that right? Because how are you supposed to go into that interview confident when there is a voice in your head telling you that you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not going to get this job? No amount of interview hacks or tips is going to help you there. None. No business coach is going to help you or marketing um, consultant is going to help you get more clients if there is that voice there saying you're a fraud you don't know what you're talking about nobody's going to pay you that much money because people feel that energy people feel that energy that desperate thirsty energy you know what I mean Um, and nobody wants to work with a person like that they want to work with someone who knows their value because if they know their value, then they know if, if, if the business owner knows their value, then the client will understand that as, wow, I'm going to get so much value from them because they're going to value my business, right? That's how it works. So you, if you want to attract abundance, you first have to act in abundance, There's a lot of um, great resources out there that can really put you in this state of mind and release you from the shackles of scarcity. A lot of what we are inundated with right now as a society is based on scarcity. 
It's based on scarcity. It's what you see on TV. Not enough. I'm not enough. I'm never enough. I'll be, I'll be pretty enough when I get that makeup. I'll be cool enough if I buy those pair of shoes. Right? My friends will like me again when I get this car. Oh, I'll be as cool as that guy once I got buy this house. It's showing us that we are not enough as we are. And instead of us really doing the work and investing in ourselves, we invest in these things that really don't nourish our souls. And it doesn't even have to be anything big. It can also be food. You know, it can be alcohol. So really pay attention and put intention in examining your thought patterns, why you think a certain way, right? Why you believe different ideas and beliefs, why you react in the way that you do, why you allow people to trigger you and take your power, okay? Why do you usually see the, the negative in every situation? Why do you choose to see that? Choosing is a powerful word because we are owning our experience when we say choose, okay? Because nobody is responsible for making you feel sad or happy. You are choosing to be sad or happy. You are choosing, right? You're choosing to look at the negative side versus everything amazing that could happen. So my wish or my prayer to you all is that you have fun. You have fun in your life because you deserve it. You don't need to clean the house and exercise and finish that project before you start having fun. You can have fun right now. You don't need permission from anybody. And you have the power to make everything about your life fun, to see the fun in everything that you do to create fun in your life, to live the life that you've always dreamed of. Because guess what? If you can visualize it and dream about it, then why wouldn't it be possible? It is possible. It is so possible. And let me tell you another thing about fun. Fun actually makes you better at your work (laughs) because it allows you to rest. It allows you to be creative. It allows you to just chill. And plus, what what is the point of having a business or having a job if you can't have fun? What's the point? That's why kids are always playing. That's why kids are always trying to figure out like, okay, what's so fun about this thing that you're trying to have me do? Because everything should be fun. That is something that we can learn from our children. My four-year-old, five-year-old, gosh, I keep thinking she's four, but she's five. She reminds me every day, every day 
on how can I make this fun so she'll do it. And I'm not always good at it. Let me tell you that. I do forget it. But I'm getting better. I'm learning. And she's been such a great teacher to me about fun. And I also want to show her that life isn't supposed to be, you know, blah. Like, I, you don't have to hate your job. You can be like, yes, I fucking get to work, get to go to work today. Yes, I'm going to be working with my clients today. Fuck yeah, I get to record a video today. That is how, I think, that is how much more enjoyable life can be if we're excited if we're and that can only happen when we're having fun with what we're doing so I want to leave you guys with that I want to wish you all the fun in the world life is too short life is so fucking short if we're if we've learned anything during this pandemic it's life is too short you know do what you love love what you do and I love you guys a ton Thank you so much for listening to me on this episode. Make sure to hit that rating button. Is it a button? But anyway, make sure you rate this video and leave her or video this podcast and leave a review and rating because it allows more people to find just flow with it. And that's a good thing because more people can hear this message. If you want to get connected with me, I am also on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook at Mary Vallarta. Um, And I will see you guys here next week. And I do have some fun, interesting, juicy information to share with you. I am working on an upcoming virtual summit. Yes. Yes, that is all about healing, doing a lot of healing work. I think that's super important, especially now. So look out for that. Thank you again, everybody. Blessings. I will see you next week.